This is the Dice Tower Network, adding games to your wish list since 2005. The home of smart people, insightful board gaming commentary, and Luke Hector. Find out more at Dicetowernetwork.com. You're listening to Broken Meeple Reviews. One game, ten minutes, what's my verdict? Let's find out. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. Two audio reviews in a matter of weeks. Well, I did say I was going to do more of these and I apologise I'm not getting them done more frequently. So, while I'm away on my little Norwegian cruise this week, here's another audio review for you and maybe even another one, we'll see. Today I'm talking about the recently released Onitama, which is one of the new games in the Dice Tower Essentials line. They already have Sheriff of Nottingham, which is a fantastic bluffing game. They are soon to bring out Royals, which is a okay game. I think it's alright, but I wouldn't necessarily call it essential. And they're going to keep bringing out more and more titles as time goes on. Onitama was sold in barely a few copies in 2015, and then eventually the Dice Tower crew got hold of it and turned it into the Dice Tower Essentials line, and it's now released with a nice shiny box and some cool components, courtesy of Arcane Wonders. It's a two-player perfect information abstract game. Now, by perfect information, what I mean by that is that you know everything. Everybody knows everything. There's no hidden movement. There's no hidden draw deck. There's no dice rolling. You know exactly what's going on at the board at any particular time. And it's a two-player abstract game. It feels like chess in a way. It's got very similar rules to chess in the sense that you've got pieces on a grid and you're moving them in order to take opponents' pieces. But... This is the cool thing. There's two ways to win. It's set with a theme of uh, martial arts, dojo, battle well, battle or competition or something. And the idea is, is that you have four student pawns and a master pawn. And you have two ways to win. You either take your opponent's master, so your piece takes his big piece. Or you get your master to sit in the chair of your opponent's master. And basically the chair is pre-printed on the map. It's in your starting area and it's in his starting area. Get your master onto his seat and you win that way. Now that doesn't sound exactly that difficult or that interesting at first. But here's the trick with this game. You have a selection of movement cards. And they're all based on the various different martial arts styles. So we're talking crab and rabbit and snake and tiger, that kind of thing. Everything you've probably heard from either a martial arts movie or Kung Fu Panda at some point. And they've all got their own tarot-sized cards with details of what the style is, the Chinese symbol that goes with it, and also the grid representation on the card to show you where your piece can move. Because your pieces don't have individual ways of moving. They always move based on these cards. And it will tell you where it can start from. And it will tell you where it can land. And there will be usually like three, maybe even four spaces that it can pick from. Now, each of you has these two cards in front of you. And you will have a fifth card that is sort of in the middle. Just facing the player whose turn it is. When you want to make a move, you select a card... Put it in the middle so it faces your opponent and make your move. You then take the card that's on the other side of the board in the middle facing you at that time and put it in front of you. So you always have two cards to choose from. Then your opponent takes his turn and does the same thing. He picks a card, puts it in the middle so it faces you and takes the one that was already there. And the cool thing is, is that 
when you actually lose this game, you actually get the impression that you're the one who made yourself lose. Because in the end, the only reason he was able to move a piece onto your seat or take your master is because you, a couple of turns ago, gave him the card to do it with. You know, I let you beat me. It's, it's a weird way of thinking about it, but in the end, that's how it works, because you can hang on to a card for ages just to deny your opponent some moves, but then that limits your choices each round. But then you have to realise that by giving them the card, you're allowing them to move in certain ways. And because it's perfect information, you can see each other's cards, so you can see which spaces they threaten at any particular time, so you know that certain areas are safe. But if you know anything about chess, you know, you can play to that advantage by either, you know, flanking them or sacrificing pieces for the greater good, that kind of thing. And it, it all, all of this gets done in about tops? 15 minutes. I mean, I say 15 minutes tops. A, lo- a full game probably takes about a quarter of an hour, and that's including some analysis paralysis at times. And a quick game may only take five minutes, but ten, you know, five to fifteen minute length timer. That's a pretty nice length for a short, quick two-player abstract game. The components themselves are pretty nice indeed. I mean, we're talking like fairly basic plastic moulds, more sort of rubber plastic moulds, but they look decent and they're quite big and chunky. And the mat, is, the grid, sorry, is effectively one of those neoprene mats, you know, like the mouse mats that you're getting in a lot of games these days. It's rolled up and put into the box along with the students and the cards. Just get some basic sleeves for the cards. I think uh, they're, I think they're Dixit size, maybe Seven Wonders size. That's the deal. But yeah, cover them up. All looks great. Fits into this nice little slim box. And the only minor quibble is that when you fold up the mat and put it in and then take it out later, sometimes the ends of the mat do kind of uh, dog ear a bit. You know, they fold upwards, but all you got to do is just fold them back and they'll stay straight. So it's a pretty minor quibble of that. But this is just really nice and elegant. It's so simple to teach. I I will have people turn up to a game night and there's only two of them and they haven't got a clue what to play and I'll just pull this out of the bag and go, here you go, learn this. They've taught it to themselves in less than a couple of minutes and they're already underway. If I'm teaching a game, I will teach it to you in less than 60 seconds. That is how easy it is to teach this game. And yet anybody can get it. You don't have to be a you know, grandmaster chess player to understand the rules of this game. It's that simple. So any, you know, your child and your family, they could get this easily enough. Your spouse non-gamer could easily get this. It's just really nicely well done. I'm impressed immensely by this, and I get a lot of enjoyment out of it. You'd think it'd get repetitive, but you've got a good collection of cards. I think about... I'm forgetting what the actual number of cards is, but you're talking at least 20, probably even 30 or so, and you only choose five in every game. So the setup is always randomized at the start of the game, and you never have the same combination twice, or at least very unlikely. So you always got these different cards that will allow you to move in different ways. I just really like it. It's perfectly priced for what you get. Yes, okay, it's maybe not like a cheap 10 quid filler, but with the components you get and the nice box and I say artwork, it's pretty much the box art, but everything else is fairly standard. It just fits the bill really nicely. Now, is it a dice tower essential? Is it that essential? I think it is actually. 
Abstract games deserve a place in anybody's collection, and I like abstract games. Yeah, I'm all about theme and everything when I bang on about how much I don't like the really heavy games that pretty much put theme on the sidelines, but an abstract game which is designed from the ground up to be just plain abstract, I do like them. That's where I get my no-luck strategy fix, because there's no luck in this game. Perfect information, after all. But I don't need a game that takes four hours to have a decent strategic game. This can this is a strategic game. You've got to think. You, you're certainly not there just on autopilot. You make one mistake and your opponent will take advantage of it and you may lose. It's got that same kind of feeling as Camisado where you know your moves are going to have a direct influence on what your opponent does. And if you lose, you might only have yourself to blame. It just works so well and I cannot say enough good about it to say that this is an essential for anybody's collection. It fits the two-player abstract category really well. It's quick. It's easy. It looks nice when it's set up. People gravitate towards it and sort of go, hmm, okay, you know, what's all this? And it's just a blast. I've played this multiple times in succession. You know, you don't have to just play it once and then put it away. I can happily play this five times in a row, possibly more. It just is a really cool way of scratching that chess itch without having to get a full-on chess set or get anything more complicated. So, final rating for Omnitama. The broken verdict for this is the first one in this list of audio reviews, and I hope it won't be the last. This is a solid 10 out of 10 game. I cannot say enough about it. That's good. This is an essential. This is the Dice Tower essential that you should get if you have an interest in two-player abstract games. And I know that sounds a little biased because I'm part of the Dice Tower network and all that, but no, seriously, this is a solid game and deserves a 10 rating. So that's it for me. I'm off to enjoy the rest of this cruise. In fact, actually, I haven't gone yet, but you know what I mean. So enjoy yourselves, take care, keep playing games. Catch you when I return. You're listening to the Dice Tower Network. If you like this show, you might like Rolling Dice and Taking Names, or the Party Gamecast featuring the Party Gamecast. Find out more at Dicetowernetwork.com. Dicetower.